the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Portions of the following program may be pre-recorded. The following program is sponsored by Bridgeway Community Church. It's Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson. Are you ready to talk to me today on this Tough Topic Tuesday? We're going to talk about the browning of America. Come on, let's go. Live from our nation's capital, welcome to Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson. An expert on race, religion, and relationships, Dr. Anderson wants to talk to you. Our phone lines are now open. 888-432-7434. And now, please welcome Dr. David Anderson, your bridge-building voice in the nation's capital. That's me. Your bridge building voice right here in the nation's capital on WAVA 105.1 FM right out of Arlington, Virginia, covering all of the DMV. That's D.C., Maryland, Virginia, parts of West Virginia and Pennsylvania as well. Thanks a lot for tuning in. And then, of of course, there are those of you on my Facebook and YouTube pages on my socials. Thanks a lot uh, for tuning in there. At Anderson Speaks is my handle. And, uh, of course, if you can see me, then you can see right next to me this handsome gentleman, uh, Pastor Dave Heiliger. He's going to help me talk about this topic of uh, the browning of America. And I'm going to, uh, you know, introduce him more fully in just a few minutes. But you can see he's not quite as brown as me, but he's got quite the tan. So we'll I, talk I'm, to him in just a minute. Am I trying to catch up a little bit I here? I don't he know. He might be getting been close. spending some time in the sun. You might be getting close, man. Fun in the sun for you. And so what do you think, friends? Uh, how do you feel about this idea that um, you white folk are uh, becoming more of the minority? Uh, the new census data shows us that the U.S. is becoming more diverse. So how can our white brothers and sisters adjust to this new dynamic? And how do you feel about America becoming more diverse, whether you're black, white, Asian, Hispanic, or mixed? How do you feel about it? Uh, do you uh, feel fearful? Do you feel hopeful? I'd love to hear from you, and my listeners are so diverse. I believe that while we are unified in Christ, we are unified in Christ knowing that we might come from uh, different uh, colors, classes, or cultures, and that is fine. In fact, that's beautiful when you think about the beautiful, diverse community that God has called us to. Well, listen, if you want to call me, my phone number is 888 888- Four three two seventy four thirty four. All right, that's eight 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 four three two seventy four thirty four. Or just remember the word bridge eight 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 four three bridge. I'm going to bow for just a short word of prayer, and then I'm going to talk to David Heiliger. He's a uh, the pastor of Multicultural Bridge Building at uh, Bridgeway Community Church, where I uh, am the uh, founder and pastor. Let's pray together. Heavenly Father, we thank you for the opportunity you are giving us to talk about the diversity of people uh, in our country. We know that the whole world is diverse, but as our country's demographics has shifted over the last decade, 
uh, Lord, just give us wisdom to know how to love one another, how to accept one another, and even how to deal with our own uh, fears or doubts. So we commit today's show over to you now in the name of Jesus. Together, everyone said amen and amen. Well, there are just a couple other ways you can get a hold of me. You can always go to andersonspeaks.com. That's andersonspeaks.com and learn more about me, the articles that I've written, as well as the connections with, uh, you know, so many different great sponsors. Or go to embracegracism.com where you can learn what it means to embrace gracism. Pastor David Heiliger is the pastor of Multicultural Bridge Building right here uh, at Bridgeway Community Church in Columbia. Maryland and in Owens Mills, Town, Maryland. He's a brother that I've been walking with and who's been walking with me for probably uh, well over a decade or something yeah, like that. there. Mm-hmm. Don't you think? So, um, you know, David is, is a white man. I'm a black man. We both committed to reconciliation. We've been working together for a close to a decade. David, can you first tell us about how you've entered this journey of uh, multicultural bridge building? Yeah, I was in a point of kind of restless transition in ministry, have been doing ministry for the past 20 years, um, but at a restless point of just asking God what's next Mm. after uh, being a youth minister. And uh, this concept came into my mind, what what could I do to do cultural conflict resolution? Mm. And kind of a winding path of of following those leads led me uh, to your doorstep. And I've just uh, been uh, so appreciative of the mentoring that you've been able to uh, walk me through. It's been great walking with you. You've traveled with me to Ferguson and to other places to try to build bridges of reconciliation. It's not always easy work, is it? No, it's not. We kind of we sometimes we walk into the most intense moments of people's lives as they're at the height of conflict. Yeah. And so we, we enter into those times and then we walk with people through everyday circumstances of just trying to navigate. How do I interact with people who are different than me? So, uh, yeah, the, the journey is not easy. Yeah. You were a youth, uh, director for a while at Bridgeway community church as well. So you dealt with, uh, discipling multicultural youth, do you believe that the young people, those who are under 18 years old, do you believe that they have a different view of diversity than, let's say, those that are over 40 or 50? Well, at at the very least, in the area where we have our church in Howard County, um, the stats for uh, for that area have already crossed the line for uh, white young people to be in the minority. So uh, they're experiencing kind of the, uh, the reality that all the rest of the United States will be experiencing in, you know, 10, 20 years. So they're growing up around a diversity that uh, is undeniable. And I think it shapes them. Yeah. So I want to know from you, my dear listeners, how do you feel about the diversity growing in the United States of America? How do my white brothers and sisters feel about it? Do you feel like you need to adjust to the new dynamic? I'm going to ask Pastor David if he felt like he had to adjust and when he's in a church of many different colors and and cultures and what that's like being out in the world as a white person. Of course, we often talk about, you know, I am African-American. What's life like for African-Americans? But remember, you have the browning, right? So that means you have uh, Latinos, Latinas, uh, you have uh, Asians. And so all of a sudden, we have all these different people groups 
trying to live together, and I want to know from you, is that a good thing, bad thing, are you fearful, or are you hopeful, okay? You got the introduction to the show. I'm now going to run to my commercial break so I, we can run right back to you. I want to take your phone calls. I want to hear from you, and here's something special. If you really do have a sense of fear, frustration, I want you to call. I want to try to help, and Pastor David wants to try to help you work through it. There's no shame in our game, and no matter where you are, we want to try to include you into the circle of honor. You can give us a call, 888-432-7434. Happiness is closer than you think. My listeners already know I believe in professional counseling, and I'm happy to tell you how you can get outstanding counseling right at home, at work, or wherever you feel most comfortable. It's easy with e-home counseling. You can get an outstanding counselor via video. Convenient, confidential, and flexible. You know, sometimes life is hard, but e-home counseling will help you. They'll help you through your struggles of depression, anxiety, addiction, or PTSD. E-home counseling can help. And they take major insurance. So give them a call at 833 833- 40 e-home that's 833-40 e-home or catch them online ehomegroup.com that's ehomegroup.com happiness is closer than you think if you live in the Bowie, greenbelt glendale or woodmore area anywhere in that vicinity guess what Laser Landscaping LLC wants to make your lawn look beautiful. They will mow your lawn. They'll edge around the outskirts of your lawn. They'll put up plants, whatever you need to make your house pop. They'll do it for you. Give them a call, 240-516-4967. That's 240-516-4967. Ask for the owner, Fidel, and tell them that Dr. Anderson sent you. Have you ever listened to Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson and wondered how we come up with heartfelt discussions on Marriage Mondays or engaging topics on Tough Topic Tuesdays? Well, our listeners are our inspiration. We would love to keep hearing from you. So if you have an idea for the show, let us know because comprehension begins with conversation. Send us your ideas by sending an email to info at andersonspeaks.com and join the conversation on Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson. Welcome back to Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson. For more information about this program or for resources from Dr. Anderson, please visit andersonspeaks.com. To watch on Facebook Live or to view past episodes, visit Dr. Anderson's public figure Facebook page. Just search Dr. David Anderson and click like. You can also watch live on YouTube. Just search for Anderson Speaks, all one word, and make sure to subscribe. Join our text community and receive a free weekly text from Dr. Anderson. Just text the word INSPIRE to 97000. That's I-N-S-P-I-R-E to 97000. And now, back to Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson. That's me. It's Real Talk. 
with Dr. David Anderson, and I'm so glad you're hanging out with me on this Tough Topic Tuesday. We're talking about the browning of America. New census data shows that the U.S. is becoming more diverse. Uh, Whites are now at 57%, people of color at 43%, and that is uh, down uh, 6 or 7% from 2010. And so I'd love to hear from you on how you feel about it, how do you process uh, this kind of information. Uh, Pastor David Heiliger is sidekicking it with me today. He is uh, a pastor at Bridgeway Community Church, someone that I've mentored and walked with. He's a leader in his own right. And uh, Pastor David Heiliger is the pastor of Multicultural Bridge Building at uh, Bridgeway Community Church. Now, right before I take the uh, f- the first phone call, Pastor David, as a as a white man, I know you can't represent every single white person, but as a white man, especially one in ministry, how does one process this growing up here in America for you? Yeah, well, I I think being a white person uh, who has operated in predominantly white spaces and diverse spaces. Uh, when I'm in areas that are predominantly white, I almost have the privilege of not even considering being the major- majority, right? Mm-hmm. I can just be unaware of the fact that I'm white, right? I don't have to consider it, and I can just uh, kind of do what comes naturally to me and not consider my ethnic identity, my racial identity. But mm-hmm. then when you step into a, a space that's diverse, or maybe even where I am a minority, yeah. then I have to kind of consider what what does it mean to be maybe an outsider? What does it mean to be uh, one, one that uh, actually has to consider where I fit in? Where do mm. I belong in this group? So for me, it, it, was a proce- it has been a process of that, of considering what does it mean for me to be white? So if you are in a church, let's say it's 95% white, and you go to that church, you're not thinking... I'm in a white church. No, and I was actually just in a training with an organization where uh, I said, you know, this predominantly white organization, and you could see across the faces of the white people in the room, a lot of them had never thought that, oh, I'm in a predominantly white organization. It's just not even a consideration. Gotcha. But if you walked into a church and it was 95% black. I've been to that church before, yeah. Uh Yeah, Yeah. you would know it. Like Everybody knew it. Uh (laughs) Everybody knew it, yeah. Yeah, and I did too. Yeah, Yeah. Mm -hmm. interesting. Felt like an outsider. Felt like an outsider. And so that would be like a one-time situation, but then you would go back to a world that's more comfortable. Yeah, there's a term for it, temporary minority. And uh-huh. so that's the experience of somebody who is the cultural majority as a white person, but steps into a place, temporary minority or situational minority, but can return back to that space of being uh, the majority. I so understand. We operate in, in moments of being the minority. Understood. But that's wow. going to shift, right? Where we're not, well, where it's just not moments anymore. It, it looks like uh, you give it another 10 to 15 years and uh, America could be looking quite different Eight 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 four three two seventy four thirty four. Let me take my first call out of Manassas, Virginia, and talk to Kevin, who's on the line. Hello, Kevin. It's Doctor Anderson. How are you today? Hello, Pastor. How you doing? I'm blessed. Hey, I'm alive and grateful. Thank you so much for hanging. What are you thinking, sir? Yes, I I enjoy your show. Uh, I get off about the same time you come on and all that, mm-hmm. and. Uh, I was listening to both your programs. I'm 64 years old. 
Okay. And the church that I go to is 60% black. Okay. So I'm a minority when I go to church on Sundays, right? Are you a white guy? Uh, it's not really the brownie of America. Yes, I'm white. Okay. I'm half English and half Irish, and uh, <laughs> people pick on me about I never see the sun because they can't tell me <laughs> where my white socks begin and my. <laughs> Oh, so yeah, uh, but I'm not. I'm not really worried about the Browning of America. Okay. Uh, my concern is is that our open borders, and that's my concern. Yeah. Uh, that we're letting too many unquestionable people in, uh, and the ones that do come here. And yeah. first of all, uh, the ones that do come here, they send their money back, and they don't try to improve or this this right and uh that's that's my concerning because like i said i i go to a 60 percent uh black church right uh the church before that was uh interracial we had uh, uh afro americans we had latinos you know so it sounds uh, to me like kevin you are that. comfortable being around uh people of color and diversity is that true Oh, I very am. I grew up in Lake Charles, Louisiana, uh -huh. during uh, the Civil Rights Movement and everything. I saw Vietnam and everything. Yeah. And my dad had a uh, furniture store, and I saw how he uh, worked on, you know, uh, with all all types of people. Right. And, oops. So it, it looks like uh, I'm gonna let you go. Thank you, Kevin. It looks like uh, you grew up ex exposed, uh, Pastor David Heiliger. Do you think exposure kind of helps people deal with the uh, multicultural mix of America? Well, I, I've heard you say it, distance demonizes, right? right? And so when we don't have personal relationships with people who are different than ourselves, um, there is uh, an easier path to, uh, to believe the worst. Uh-huh, right, right. Because you don't know people. Because you don't know them. You haven't yeah. sat down for a meal with them or, you know, uh, been with each other through hard times or good times. And like right. th that relationship really does help to dispel some of the assumptions that uh, even we heard in, yeah. in, in what our, our caller said. Yeah. What you don't know, you fear. Uh, but what you could do is change it to what I don't know, I become curious about mm -hmm. and don't fear. Hey, listen, if you want to call and, and hang out with us, please do triple eight. Four three bridge. Matt is on the road. He's in, I believe, in D.C. Are you in D.C. or Maryland, Matt? I know I'm kind of in between, Doctor Anderson. I'm between Annapolis and D.C. right now. <laughs> <laughs> okay, we're just we're just glad you're hanging out with us. Hey, what do you think about today's topic, my friend? Oh my gosh, Doctor Anderson, I'm so thankful for you. And like, I'm I'm so I'm white, and I'm really stoked about it because. <laughs> Um, that's one of the things I like about the DMV, and also the church that I go to is really similar to yours, and uh -huh. nice. uh, kind of like the last caller, my dad was in the military, so I grew up mm. all over the United States, I've, I've spent time all over the world, and um, I really grew up like cherishing those differences, because I got, it was educational, like I got to learn about right. the differences and the similarities within humanity, and, and I think I think the two things that I'd say is, one, I think it's way more interesting and beautiful the way that God made the world with diversity than if we didn't have it. Right. And I also, I also think that it's a picture of heaven, because in Revelation it talks about how there'll be people from 
every tribe and tongue and nation that Jesus bought with his blood. And so, right. you know, when I'm at, especially when I'm at, a, when I'm at a church like that, it's like a picture of heaven, you know? Right. And so I'm, I'm actually, I'm actually really glad. I'm excited that things are getting more like wow. diverse and that it's putting people out of their comfort zones, you know? You know what? You, 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 uh, you encourage me, you know, when you think about it, my, my first two callers I've taken, both of you have been white males. You say you go to a multicultural churches, and both of you grew up with military parents. So I just wonder if, uh, Pastor David Heiliger, the, the idea of worshiping with people who are different than you, and then even military means you're going to be moving around, meeting different kinds of people, if that completely uh, sort of integrates sort of the white mindset that could offset a different white mindset that might be more fearful. Yeah, and I, I, that's, that's a good question. What, what are people fearful of, right? And I think that we— Because we, he's excited about it. He's excited about it. Our first caller, there, there was some fear in this, this idea of are we let, letting the right people in. Right. And so uh, having good relationships with people who are different than you doesn't always take care of every fear on the table here. Right, so right. So I'm friends with people who are different, different than me, but I can still fear— the people coming into our country. Right, and right. And since the largest group that grew this pa- these past 10 years was Hispanics and the southern border being something that we hear about in the news a lot, that's, that fear can be is, is being stoked, I think, in a lot of ways. Right, right. And, you know, the there are now seven states and territories uh, that, uh, you know, have uh, uh, predominantly, um, how can I put it, uh, more more folk that are not white than are white. So 888-432-7434. Let's go ahead and take uh, Thomas in Fort Washington, Maryland. Hey, Thomas, how you doing today? Hey, how you doing, Pastor? I'm well. I'm doing well myself. What are you thinking on this topic? Uh, so I love it uh, because in my eyes, in my in my experience, diversity promotes equality and it opposes discrimination. I'm a white male. I was born and raised in Utah, predominantly white. Wow. I joined the military when I was, when I was 19 and I was hurtled into diversity. I didn't have a choice. Wow. And in the Army, when it comes to race, we're, we're all green. There is no yeah, way. right. You know, we're all one. We're all, we're all brothers and sisters. And, and God looks at us in that same way. So the browning of America, I absolutely love it because it's, it's going to open people's eyes. You said, you said diversity and promotes equality, and you also said diversity opposes what? Discrimination. Discrimination. Wow, I'm like blown away. My first three callers are white male callers, and something that they have in common, which I hadn't thought about, Pastor David, is the military. Mm -hmm. So, Thomas, would you say that because you uh, grew up in the military, sort of everyone's green and stuff like that, would you say that you you had to deal with people from different cultural backgrounds and that that helps you deal with the browning of America? Yeah, it's uh, for sure. And I, I think, you know, everybody has their own experience, but my experience was it opened my eyes. And especially when I was deployed overseas, I was in Iraq and Kuwait. 
I got wow. to experience a different culture right. completely on the other side of the earth. Right. And it intrigued me, and I was interested, and I got to know the people, and I got to know, you know, the culture, and I loved it. I was fascinated. Wow. So therefore, I, you know, it opened my eyes, and it, and it, it drew me closer to God, and it realized, made me realize that we are all equal, no yeah. matter what your race, color, creed, religion is. We're wow. all equal. I love and it. And that's the way God sees it, and that's what I see it. I love it. Hey, Thomas, thank you so much for chiming in today, okay? Blessings to you. I'm loving words. He says, I love it. Words like fascinating. One uh, person said they were so excited about it. Uh, how do you process this? Well, I, I hear this excitement and this positive attitude uh, toward this from our first three callers. Um, I, I wonder if diversity will lead to equality. Can, is it possible that we could be diverse and there still be division? Like, does diversity equal equality? Right, right. Or can could it be that the when when there's diversity, the people who still hold positions of power, right, still wield that in a way that protects their people? Yeah. Well, I like the way you put it. Diversity promotes equality. Hopefully, it will promote it, whether it will achieve it or not. I think that's up to us, isn't it, friends? We've got to be the ones to say uh, we're going to be gracist. Gracism is about extending grace to people regardless of, sometimes maybe even because of, their color, class, or culture. None of us would be here without God extending that grace to us, something we didn't earn, something we cannot repay. I'm coming right back. We're taking your calls. Hold on. Hi, my name is Ryan Bourne. And I'm Danica Bourne. And, and we're, we're the, the owners, owners of South Coast, Coast Tax. Tax. We would like to thank our Lord for protecting us from evil. Psalm 91 states, He is my refuge and my fortress, for He will rescue us from every trap and protect us from deadly disease. South Coast Tax are Christian-based tax accountants and attorneys who specialize in releasing bank levies, wage garnishments, and filing complex tax returns. We are the leaders in acceptance of offers and compromise with awesome results. We are also a small firm. We will treat you like family and not just a number. Call us today at 1-800-TAX-1176 for a free consultation, and we'll take the time to explain all the programs that you qualify for in order to allow you a fresh start. In John 8.36, so if the sun sets you free, you will be free indeed, and one way we can achieve that is by being debt-free. So let us help you today. Call us at 1-800-TAX-1176, and together we can help achieve this goal by putting the IRS tax debt behind you for good. Again, that number is 1-800-TAX-1176. He's pushing Lawson back, landing blows, Lawson returns. A struggling father. How do you mind if you think this family can pick you up every time you fall? Must fight for what matters most. Witness this story of redemption. You gotta know who it is you're fighting for. That's the fight, Bo. A father's fight, now streaming on Salem Now. can go 10 years without a competitive fight, and here he is going to... Look for Salem Now in the App Store or at SalemNow.com. HD radio listeners can hear WAVA-FM on 105.1 FM HD1 and hear us on our mobile app and on radio.com. Valor Home is a veteran-focused organization for all your home needs, from baths, roofs, to windows. ValorHome.com. 833-83-VALOR. Insight for Living with Chuck Swindoll is heard weekday mornings at 630 on life-changing talk radio, WAVA. Let's be boring and do a commercial about cash-out refinances. 
It's Ryan, and our mortgage team will often have a listener say, I think I understand what a cash-out refinance is, but can't that be bad for you sometimes? So let's hit on that. As with anything, it's certainly not the right move for everyone. If we don't have to, we don't want to add a bunch of years onto our loan or increase our monthly payment too much or pay more in the long run. But because home values have skyrocketed so far up the last few years, while rates have come so far down, we've seen many scenarios where listeners today can pull out a significant chunk of money from the new value in their home while lowering the years on the overall loan, while lowering their monthly payment, and lowering how much they ultimately pay. The key is to just look at the whole picture and be honest with yourself about your situation. If you're looking for someone to show you your options, we are United Faith Mortgage. United Faith Mortgage is a DBA of United Mortgage Corp. 25 Metal Park Road, Melville, New York. Licensed mortgage banker. For all licensing information, go to Animalist Consumer Access. Dot or corporate Animalist Number 1330. Equal housing lender. I license in Alaska, Hawaii, Georgia, Massachusetts, North Dakota, South Dakota, or Utah. It's Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson. Welcome to the second half of the show. If you're just getting in your car, you're coming into a hot topic. It's a fun topic. It's a tough topic for some, uh, although we've been encouraged the first half hour. Surprisingly, uh, three white males that we've talked to all had one thing in common, and that is that they were brought up in military families. A couple of them have identified being a part of a multicultural church. And if you're just joining us, then let me tell you what the topic is. We're talking about the new census data that shows that the United States is becoming more diverse, the browning of America. And I asked the question, how can our white brothers and sisters adjust to the new dynamic? It sounds like the ones we've talked to have already made that adjustment. But I want to ask all of you, how do you feel about America becoming more diverse. And uh, my, my brother uh, in the Lord and servant in the trenches with me, uh, Pastor David Heiliger is sidekicking it with me uh, today. If you're on Facebook or YouTube, we're waving at you. We see you there. Keep making your comments. We'll check them out uh, during the break. But David Heiliger is the pastor of Multicultural Bridge Building at Bridgeway Community Church in Columbia, Maryland. You can find us at bridgeway.com. CC. He is a white man. He's, he's got a bit of a tan, though. I think he's been it's out been there. It's been a good summer. I've spent some the, time. Yeah. I just got back from vacation. So you're so. getting close to your pastor here, yeah. brother. Well, but maybe, you're, not looking, that close. you're looking good, though. <laughs> Thank you. Oh, you're looking Thank good. You. The Browning of David Heiliger. <laughs> <laughs> New title for the show. You know, the, but the idea of processing uh, whites becoming uh, somewhat of the minority, they're not completely there yet, about 57%. But, you know, 10 years ago, it was uh, 60 Six uh, percent, so it's something like that. So it's been kind of going down, and and the fastest growing uh, non-white group are are Hispanics. Mm-hmm. Um, how how do you process that? How do the people you know process that? And how should we be thinking about it as believers? Well, I think the thought of going from being an insider, you know, the majority race that uh, most people look like me, the norms are set by people who have grown up with kind of a similar cultural upbringing as me, going from being an insider to maybe having an experience of being an outsider. It actually drives me to scripture. And actually, my, my wife shared this verse with me uh, a couple, couple days ago, and I, I want to share it with you. Um, it's in Isaiah 56. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to read from the the message, but it says, make sure that no outsider who now follows God ever has the occasion to say, God put me in second class and I don't really belong. Mm. 
Man, how, how great is that? Like yeah. that God's intention for us and for our communities, uh, especially his community of faith, is that nobody feels like an outsider. Right, right. right? And so having that as my foundation of thinking that the, of, of belonging being very important to God. Right, right. And people's feeling of belonging. It's not just whether or not they belong, but do they feel like it? Do they right. feel like they belong? That that's important to God. Yeah, well, we're first class uh, followers of the Lord Jesus Christ. And so the last thing we want to do is uh, make anybody feel like they're second class. That's for sure. Well, you know, non-white U.S. citizens uh, younger than age 18 now make up 53% of the population among minors, mm. up from 47% back in uh, 2010. Well, listen, let's go right back to the phone lines. Let's talk to Teresa, who is in Reston, Virginia. Hi, Teresa. It's Dr. Anderson here. How are you today? I'm great, Dr. Anderson. How are you? Oh, I'm alive and grateful. Thanks for hanging out with me. What are you thinking? I think it's wonderful. And I think it is a great thing because I believe that God put us here on this planet to live together Um, especially in the United States, I think that we could be a model, especially in the church and the body of Christ as one, one people, all peoples of different callers, different faiths living together. And I would say, I love the first three callers, but to my uh, white brothers and sisters, evangelicals who are fearful of the browning of America they have to really ask themselves, if I really love Jesus the way I say I do, mm-hmm. what am I fearful of? Am I fearful that I'm going to be now there's equal level playing field? Am I fearful that the way my ancestors treated African-Americans and other minorities? Mm-hmm. Am I fearful that the tables will turn? What is it? And then start having conversations. Right. But that's what I had to say today. Yeah. Thank you so much. And I love you. Sure. I listen every day that do I can. You? I could call Aww. every day too, but <laughs> well, I'm so glad that you do. do. Thank you so much. Blessings uh, to you. That's Teresa from Western Virginia. Hello, Rebecca Rodriguez and Judy Yaya and Gozi, Easy Mako, Moses Andrade and Donald Francisco on my Facebook page. I like what Rebecca says. The beauty of diversity is of God. Uh, it's fun to learn how we are both different and similar with the same heart for God. So thank you for that comment. Uh, when I get back, I'm running to my break now. As soon as I get back, Pastor David Heiliger and I are going to take your phone calls. Uh, we are talking about the browning of America. Did you see the new census data that shows that uh, the U.S. is becoming more diverse? Is that a good thing? Is that a bad thing? Is that something that you're afraid of or something that you're excited about? Well, we've heard really good excitement. Let's talk more about it. We're coming right back. Hi, Jewel. This is Dr. Hi. Anderson. How are you? Hi, Dr. Anderson, and hello to your guests. First, I want to thank you for Best Buy Waterproofing. Oh. <laughs> they are outstanding. Yeah, and I'm scheduled to get my work done in a week, 
but I just want to thank you. The free home inspection, they mm, came out. Love it. It was just absolutely amazing. They have over 30 years of experience, and they'll even donate $500 to my show if you end up doing business with them. But most of all, get your basement fixed. Give them a call, 844-980-3707. That's 844-980-3707. get back to normal and getting the COVID-19 vaccine puts us closer to that goal. Getting vaccinated is a critical step towards reducing the impact COVID-19 has on our family, friends, and neighbors. Did you know hundreds of thousands of Prince Georgians have received at least the first dose? This is huge and we need your help to continue fighting the virus by getting vaccinated. Vaccinations are now available at Prince George's County operated COVID-19 clinics for individuals 12 and older who live or work in the county. Eligible individuals do not need an appointment to get vaccinated, but do require consent from a parent or legal guardian for individuals 17 and younger. So get vaccinated today and let your family, friends, and community know that you're proud to be protected. Visit mypgc.us forward slash COVID vaccine to learn more. Improve Remodeling, the name that begins with an E and ends with an E. E stands for excellence, and that's exactly what you'll get when you want new windows or doors. Just like Amber and I, we got new windows and doors because we wanted our French door to be a slider so we could let the dogs in and out. And so we called Improved Remodeling. They came to the house. They installed new doors and windows in the kitchen, and they were picture perfect. Call Improved Remodeling today. Here's their number, 240-505-4900. 44. That's improved remodeling. Their name begins with an E and it ends with an E. It stands for excellence. If you want to find them online, just go to improveremodeling.com. Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson. We still have a few minutes together. We are talking about the browning of America. New census data shows the U.S. is becoming more diverse. You know, Acts 17 talks about how God has created really just uh, one one race. It's the human race, and he's determined all the places we should live. And isn't it beautiful to know that in Christ we are one, but what happens when you're in a America and there's so many different kinds of people? Is that a good thing, or do you feel like it's a it's a scary thing? Well, we want to hear from you. I'll give you the number one more time: eight 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 four three bridge. I've got past- Pastor David Heiliger. He's hanging out with me as well. He's the pastor of Multicultural Bridge Building at Bridgeway Community Church. Check it out at bridgeway.cc. Let's go on the road in D.C. to talk to Eugene, who's on the line. Hi, Eugene. It's Dr. Anderson here. How are you today? I'm doing well, Dr. Anderson. Can you hear me? I can hear you just fine, and it's good to hear your voice, sir. What are you thinking? Blessings upon you, and uh, 
Dave Heiliger there. Um, really appreciate your service and uh, your courage to confront this uh, thing of racism, which divides us. My thoughts are I'm, I'm extremely excited. I'm in traffic uh, behind Matt, your former caller. I guess you had three white callers. Right. And now you have a black a black and a white caller. Right. Caller. Okay. Uh, okay. I grew up. Uh, from the beginning, uh, you know, mixed uh, heritage in the 60s. And uh, racism has, has been very painful for me my entire life. Mm. It, uh, I would consider it my arch enemy. And I definitely think it is a sin. Um, you know, Galatians uh, 3.28, where Jesus said, there's neither Jew or Gentile, slave or, or free, uh, male or female, but you're all one in Jesus Christ. Um, I think that also speaks to where we need to be as Christians in, a, in, a, in this society, despite the division. If we find our identity in Christ, then that is the identity we should take on. We shouldn't be white. We shouldn't be black. But the reality is we live in a society where all of these social constructs, which are false, right. exist. And we have to work together to diminish them because they divide us. Um, if I was God, I would feel very hurt to see my brothers and sisters hating one another or looking down upon one another because of their identities in the right. world. So I think the goal is to find our identity in Christ. So Eugene, we all can do that. Eugene, how did you handle that, though? I mean, being mixed, right, and yet you felt racism, uh, was it because you are brown, tan? Uh, was it the black part or the white part where you sort of felt that pain? Uh, so the pain was in my heart. You know, uh, first of all, uh, I mean, we're human. There is no race other than a human race. Right. The pain was in this pull in society that said I had to decide or declare what I was. Uh Um, And the pain was that I had a whole relationship with both the white members of my family and the black members of my family. Right. Um, And that 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 there had to be an adjustment at one time to behavior or things that were discussed when I was in different sectors, that didn't that didn't bode well with me because I loved wholly my mother and my father. My mother's white, right? Lily Town, Lily White Town, up in Maine, Farmington, right. Maine, and my father's African American, you know, from Salisbury, North Carolina. So, did you find uh, it difficult to check the box, like if they asked what the race or color was, or whatever, like that, ethnicity? Did you find it difficult? Like, did you choose black or white or both? What did you do? 1970 or uh, 1980, I had to go into the uh, uh, office. I was called to the office, uh, Christian Brothers Academy up in Syracuse, New York, told by the administrator there that I had filled out the box incorrectly because I checked both white and black. Ah. And she said I had to pick one. Oh. And I said, well, I don't understand. Why should I do this? She said, well, what are you? You're, I said, I'm both black and white. She said, well, then you should pick black. Um so the issue is identity, yeah, and yeah. And, and, and 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 what what we declare ourselves to be, or what we're indoctrinated in this country to believe we are. Sure, which is why there's such a big pushback with critical race theory, right. because it's starting to uncover 
the lies. Well, and, and you, making people recognize one another. Yeah, no, you, you, I, I appreciate you even sharing your experience. May the Lord be with you. Thank you so much, dear brother, on the road there. You know, Pastor David Heidegger is with me here. And, uh, David, you've dealt with a lot of uh, young kids who were mixed when you were a youth director. Mm-hmm. Uh, did you find some of the same kind of tension that uh, Eugene was talking about? One of the young men that I uh, was working with, I remember when he when he was reflecting on this, he said, I'm not black enough for my black friends, mm. and I'm not Asian enough for my Asian friends. Mm. And so when I'm around my Asian friends, I'm the black kid. When I'm around my black friends, I'm the Asian kid. And he just, he said, when I'm just by myself, I'm just me. Yeah. And yeah. so just reflecting on that for him, he, he kind of always felt like the outsider. Right, right. How about that? Well, Ruth is in Forestville, Maryland. Let me go to her. Hello, Miss Ruth. It's Dr. Anderson. How are you today? I'm doing well, Dr. Anderson. How are you today? Oh, I'm alive and grateful. I can hear your smile. Thank you for calling. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, um, Thank you for taking my call. Thank you. Thank you. Um, I don't know if you remember me, but I met you a couple weeks ago when I came to your church. You did. One of the reasons why I came, yes, sir. One of the reasons why I came to your church is because I wanted to experience a multicultural church. Uh-huh. Um, here's a little bit about my background. I grew up in an all-white neighborhood, and my family was the only black family in the neighborhood. Oh, really? So I didn't experience racism, didn't experience anything that other black families would experience. I went to an all-white school. Maybe 15% were black. Okay. My culture shock came in when I went to school in Chicago. Uh oh. <laughs> and they were all black. <laughs> oh my goodness. And I said, Whoa I was like I had to take a deep breath because I wasn't used to um all of my black brothers. Right. So when I finished school I came back home to Pennsylvania and I was like, Whoa, okay, let me take a breather. Right. But still inside of me I wanted to have that pro-browning, and that's why I am so thankful for your conversation because my Mm. sister, Teresa, I think that was her name, she hit it right on the button. Why are my white brothers and sisters so afraid? Right, right. Hey, so, Miss Ruth, what was your experience like visiting uh, a multicultural church? Oh, I loved it. I felt at home. Yes, I did. Because the opposite side of it is I go to, I would like to think, an all-black church. Mm -hmm. So when I came to your church, I was like, oh, shucks. (laughs) (laughs) Well, boy, they say a church alive is worth the drive. So I hope you'll continue to visit with us, okay? Most definitely. And thank you and your guests. And have yourself a wonderful and blessed day. Take care. Miss Ruth from Forestville. Maryland's always encouraging when people come to the church and they're like, you know what, this feels like home, even though everyone in that church doesn't look like me. Yeah, it was great. And this past Sunday was great just to have those moments of fellowshipping after church uh, with with folks as we all kind of went down to the business down the street to bless them. Yeah. Um, those those moments of, of fellowship, being together, especially when it's around a whole bunch of people that are from various backgrounds. It's really special. How about that? Hey, well, listen, friends, when we come back, we're going to land this plane. We'll be right back. This is Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson.
50 years from now, when historians chronicle the pandemic and the effects it had on the country, one aspect that'll be worth mentioning is how the housing industry soared to record heights during this unprecedented time. I'm Mark Livingstone with Cornerstone First Financial, and over the last year, we've seen mortgage rates drop to record lows and housing appreciation soar to new heights. As the world opens back up, it's now more important than ever to work with a team you can trust, and Cornerstone First is that team. With local, licensed, and ethical loan officers, we're committed to keeping up with the latest changes within the industry, offering the absolute lowest interest rates. And as a direct lender, we can guarantee to meet or beat any competitor on this very station, or we'll pay your mortgage for an entire year. Whether a purchase, refinance, debt consolidation, or simply saving money, if we can't do it, nobody can. 202-625-1221. That's 202-625-1221 or cornerstonefirst.com. Do you suffer from lower back pain, knee pain, foot pain, or fallen arches? Do you? If yes, just stop and write this magic word, G-Defy, G-D-E-F-Y. What is G-Defy? G-Defy is the footwear designed by Gravity Defier Medical Technology with the worldwide patented VersoShock sole. Their shoes are clinically shown to relieve pain by a double-blind clinical study conducted by Oliveview UCLA Medical Center. You can try a pair for 30 days with free corrective fit orthotic inserts. If you're not satisfied, just return the shoes for a full refund and keep the free orthotics as a gift. Put an end to suffering. Save $20 and get free shipping from Gravity Defier when you go to gdefy.com radio and use code radio. That's G-D-E-F-Y dot com slash radio, code radio. You have nothing to lose but your pain. A warm hello from Adam Kincaid here, owner of Valor Home. You've heard me talk about my dad, Al, a Vietnam veteran and the founder of Valor. At Valor Home, our core values are always centered around honor, respect, and trust. We all know it's been an interesting year, but with roofing materials and other construction materials on the rise, there's no better time to call than now. Veterans mean the world to us, from our customers to our employees. 2021 has been an amazing time for us to form partnerships with DeWalt, Gold Star Mothers, Flags of Valor, and so many others. Our mission to employ and empower veterans has never been stronger. This month, we have an amazing offer for you. 50% off all roofing materials, plus a free upgrade to HD architectural shingles, and no payments or interest to August 2023. Call us now at 833-83-VALOR or visit ValorHome.com. Trust your home to Valor. Supporting our veterans. 833-83-VALOR. What a great show we've had. I wish I had more time with you. It's been so good. Unfortunately, I won't be able to take any more calls, but I do want to read what Eric Elliott said. He said, uh, equality, hmm, that perhaps is man's greatest goal, but it falls short of God's divine design. He says, we aim for equality, yet he wants us to walk in dignity and even majesty in his kingdom. Oh, I like that, Eric. Thank you. Rebecca Rodriguez says, use your gift of being different, whether race or culture, to share the love of Jesus. God did that on purpose. Well, listen, friends, it's been great hanging out with you. And Pastor David Heiliger, pastor of Multicultural Bridge Building for Bridgeway Community Church, I'm so glad to be doing ministry 
with you. As you think about this topic in today's show, what are some of your uh, closing thoughts? Well, thanks for welcome, welcoming me into ministry with you. It's an honor to serve with you. And uh, I, I think about the browning of America, and uh, maybe we can all ask ourselves, uh, are the places where we have influence or authority or leadership, are, they, are those places browning as well? Um, browning of America is one thing, but let's personalize it to places where we have influence. Uh, if you have the hiring ability or uh, maybe it's in your church or in people who you invite into your home, uh, if that stays monocultural, then right. America can brown as much as it wants, but we have stayed isolated yeah. and separated. Wow. And so maybe it's an encouragement for each of us to, to think about how we can use our influence and authority and our um, leadership to take this trend and make sure it's reality in places of uh, maybe uh, prosperity or, or, uh, or success that, we, that we've uh, been afforded. I guess that's what gracism is all about, isn't it? Really extending grace to uh, all people so that they can be included because you can have the browning and still exclude people. Yeah. And, and it, so you've called us to another level of challenge. It's really being color conscious, very aware of the, um, the uh, advantages or barriers that are in place for people um, as, as they interact in a, a society that historically has been very uh, divided on race. Well, the Lord today. has given us such a wonderful vision to be uh, people conscious and that we would uh, not exclude anyone, but be like Jesus who intentionally uh, went to the woman at the well in Samaria. And aren't we supposed to do the same thing regardless of whether you're black or white or Asian or Hispanic? Cross those lines in the name of Jesus with a sense of purpose and watch God do something special by the power of of his Holy Spirit, because like the ending song says, Jesus is love. Come on, let's pray together. Heavenly Father, we thank you that uh, different colors are not a mistake. You actually enjoy creating the beautiful bouquet of human beings. And we just want to thank you for allowing us to be a part of your family, to love one another as you have loved us. It's in Jesus' name we pray. Amen and amen. children don't let them fall by the side of the road and teach them to love one another and heaven might find a place Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn. 
deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.